Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Slasher Supreme. I am your host, Christopher. I know I'm late. I'm fashionably late, so that still counts. Anyways, continuing on from last episode, we took a look at Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 1. Today, we'll be taking a look at Season 2. Of course, next episode will be Season 3 minus the finale, and then the episode after that will be the finale, and then taking a look at all Evil Dead-related content, along with Bruce Campbell-related content, because who doesn't love that charismatic man? I would listen to him read the phone book. He's just that cool. Anyways, yes, this is finally me ending the Evil Dead franchise, or putting a cap on it, I guess, until the new movie comes out. But I needed to do this series, so that's why I'm doing it. Anyway, so let's get into the review, shall we? Ash versus the Evil Dead Season 2. So same with last episode, since I really don't know how to review a TV series, since I mainly do movies, I'm just going to give a general summary over what happens in Season 2, along with my favorite episode, my least favorite episode, and some things I liked and didn't like. Also, I'm going to touch on spoilers, so I'm just going to go ahead and get this out of the way. If you haven't watched this series yet, go watch it. Especially if you're an Evil Dead fan, you should have already watched this series. Um, especially if you're looking for something funny with a little bit of horror, it's a great uh, series to watch, honestly. Um, season 1 is like Evil Dead 2, where there's horror elements, but some comedy. Season 2, though, is pretty much Army of Darkness. There's almost no horror elements. It's almost straight comedy. And I mean, I like it. I mean, I wish there was a little bit more horror elements. There's a few here and there, but it's a prime. It's primarily comedy this time around. Ash does a lot of dumb shit. There's even kind of a throwback to an Army of Darkness where he has like a mini me growing inside of him and he's drinking boiling water and things like that. So they do do some homages to Army of Darkness. But anyways, yeah, there are spoilers in this, so just be prepared for that. Anyways, so season two picks up. A few months after season one, I believe. I'm not entirely sure on that. Ash, Kelly, and Pablo are in Jacksonville, Florida. Of course, that's where Ash wanted to be at, you know, all this time. They work or run a bar. I'm not entirely sure. Well, we first see Ash chainsawing a keg of beer onto some drunk people. Yeah, so beer's spraying everywhere. They're all chanting how much they love Ash. And, of course, he's like, yeah, I love me too. So we get that uh, funny moment. Then the reason why I'm not sure if they own the bar or work at the bar is because Pablo and Kelly are kind of like bus boys and girls. And they get yelled at by a guy for not doing their job. But is it because they're not helping him outrun the bar or are they not helping out because they're being shitty employees? I'm not sure on that. On the other hand, we see Ruby and she is sucking ass at her job. She is no longer godfathering the demons pretty much that are in our realm uh her kids have turned on her they want their dad 
and said of Ruby. Yeah, they want their dad, Ball, or Bill, because for some reason Ash can't say Ball. Yes, a shape-shifting, manipulative demon who Ruby doesn't really get along with at all. And she's kind of afraid of him coming into our realm. Also, she's mortal now because one of their kids kind of fucked her up pretty good with a cut. So, yes, Ruby's mortal now. So what does she do since she's getting her pretty much her faith kicked in? She breaks her truth with Ash. She sends Deadites down to Jacksonville, Florida, which they kind of give hints on where Ash can find Ruby at, bringing Ash back home to Michigan, Elk Grove, Michigan, where his hometown which we'll get into that in a minute. But anyways, we have an uneasy alliance formed with Ash, Pablo, and Kelly, and Ruby. And Ash is not happy about it one single bit because as he puts it, he he wants to put his spicy man meat in between a mother-daughter sandwich, don't ask, and Ruby is rooting it for him. That's, that's pretty much summary for season two. So there's 10 episodes in all for season two. Home, The Morgue, Last Call, DUI, Confinement, Trapped Inside, Delusion, Ashy, Slashy, Home Again, and Second Coming. 10 episodes for the entire franchise. Of course, with the first episode, Homecoming, Ash, of course, comes home. Now, what's so cool about him coming home, you might ask? We really learned quite a bit about Ash this season. It really humanizes him. Um, at some point after Army of Darkness, Ash goes home, and he has a lot to answer for. Of course, with the events of Evil Dead, people are wondering why his sister's dead and why his friends are dead. So there's kind of this folklore around the town of that Ash is just a crazy psychopath that kills people, and we see that. Along with that, we also meet Ash's father, Brock Williams. And let me tell you, when these two are on screen, it's fucking funny. These guys throw shit like no other. I mean, they're constantly shit-talking each other, and it's it's amazing. But we get really awesome scenes with Brock, um, as with Ash. And the first time we see him, they fucking hate each other. Brock blames Ash for a lot. And he also, and some of it's, you know, it's Ash's own fault. He should have stood up. And, you know, let these people understand that he didn't go crazy. Stuff happened. But instead, he ran off. And Brock thinks that Ash is kind of a coward. Also, there's kind of resentment because he doesn't fully believe Ash. And he believes that Ash took his own daughter away from him. So there's some really heavy things that are, you know, that are talked about in this episode. And it's really, you know, neat seeing it. Especially from Ash's point of view, because you can kind of tell he's hurt, and he is upset that he couldn't save anybody. We also get a really, really fucked up scene in this series, or in this episode, not episode season, sorry, I keep fucking up. We get a really messed up scene, in which case, Ash is at his own house, and his sister comes back, and he has to relive killing her all over again, and it's really... Uh, kind of heartbreaking because he kind of bugs him that he has to do this again and that he failed trying to save her again. Kind of getting ahead of myself in episodes here. But anyway, that's, you know, sometimes that's what I do. I just kind of ramble on. 
Anyways, the morgue is a really, it's kind of an okay episode. The only thing that stands out about this episode is it's a fucking disgusting fight in this episode. Why? Well, Ash has to cut open bodies to find the Necronomicon because the kids are looking for it. And dead corpses hide the scent of the book so the kids can't find it. Anyways, he's cutting open bodies. And one of these bodies comes back to life. It's naked because it's in a morgue. And Ash literally gets his head shoved up somebody's ass. It is a disgusting fucking fight. It is gross in every shape and form. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just... It's fucking hard to watch. It's just so fucking gross. I mean, that's all I can say. It's just gross. Anyways, with Last Call on DUI, we get a really cool idea. Um, we don't really see many inanimate objects possessed by the Necronomicon, but the Oldsmobile itself is possessed. Yes, we have a killer car on our hands with these two episodes, and it's really neat seeing that, especially with uh, DUI as um, the episode opens up with Ash having like this kind of romantic thought of the car because that car has been with him through thick and thin. That's his baby, basically. And now he has to put his baby down because his baby's killing people and launching hubcaps like the disc from Predator because it's slicing people in half. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something the car does. But yeah, it's just neat seeing Ash. She's like heartbroken that he has to destroy his car because it's evil now. So it's really cool with these two episodes seeing the possessed Oldsmobile. Confinement and Trapped Inside are really two neat episodes. They're very tense and nail-binding. They kind of give a reminiscent kind of thought to the thing. Uh, and Trapped Inside Ball, of course, is released. And he's shape-shifting in the sense of he can cut people's skin open and wear them as suits, if you know what I mean. And that's the thing with shape-shifting. It's really neat because with these two episodes is you don't know who you can trust because he could be anybody. And they really play with that. And it's just, it's it's good. And not a lot happens, though, story-wise. It's just really getting introduced to Ball himself. Now, my favorite episode of this season is Delusion. Why do you ask that? Well, the episode opens up with Ash in Insane Asylum. Now, why is that cool, Chris? Well, here's why, listener. Um, they kind of play on the fact that Ash is actually just crazy. They kind of give a good reason for it you know ash uh, actually did kill his sister and his two friends because he read something and it just kind of drove him insane the demons aren't real he just cut his hand off because he thinks a demon told him to in reality he just cut it off to cut it off i mean they really played with him being a psycho and yes they do some things here to make you think otherwise but for the most part um they really play it you know, to the note that he's just fucking nuts. And I really love it, just how they kind of flip it on its head this episode. Plus, they bring in the ashy, slashy puppet. Yes. It's a puppet in the shape that looks like Bruce Campbell, and it's fucking adorable. Um, I actually do, side note, I own the ashy, slashy puppet. It's one of my favorite movie props that I own, or kind of like TV show props, I guess you could say, in this situation that I own. I was actually in a store in Kokomo, Indiana, and they had it for sale. And I bought it without thinking, like, that. Was, I see that, I'm like, yep, I'm buying that. It is an adorable goddamn puppet, I swear to God. It's got like a little felt chainsaw and everything. But anyways, this episode, it 
the puppet wins the episode regardless, but just like the really awesome story they have behind it uh, really brings it. The puppet's not the only cool thing about it. It's just like the story is amazing with this episode. The puppet's a side thing. But um, there's one moment I do love in Delusions, and it kind of brings me back to uh, Evil Dead 2 when Ash is in the cabin. He's just having a melt, like a meltdown. And like if you remember the scene, the deer head on the wall like turns and starts laughing, and then Ash it causes Ash to laugh. There's a part in Delusions where Ash makes a joke and he starts laughing, and then the puppet does the same fucking laugh of Sim. And they like try to top each other with like how just insane their laugh can be, and I just love it. It's just so stupid. That's like the only funny part in this episode. But I just love it. Uh, Ashy slashy. Some things happen in regards to Ball with uh, Kelly, Pablo, and Ruby. But the main thing that's really awesome is Ash himself in this episode. Uh, we kind of get a evil version of him, which we've had in the past. But this is the not like a clone or anything like that. This is our actual Ash who is evil. And they make him look fucking cool. He is in like this ripped uh, straight jacket kind of looking thing. And his hair is all grown out. He's kind of got like a 5 o'clock shadow. He looks like a badass. And I fucking love the way he looks in this episode. He looks menacing as all get out. So that's, that's a really cool thing that happens with that episode. Now nine and ten, which is homecoming and or, yeah, home home again and second coming. I've done fucked it up. Anyways, we kind of uh, it's pretty much the ending to season one again. Um, we go back to the cabin. There's a little bit of a uh, twist on it though. Um, at the end of Ashy Slashy, um, spoilers for those of you. Uh, Pablo dies. Yes, and in a drunken pot-fueled rage that Ash is in, uh, he kind of gets the bright idea to go back in time, because he did that in Army of Darkness. Yes. So, with Homecoming, or Home Again and Second Coming, goddammit, they go back to 1982 to the cabin. Ash thinks that if he goes back and grabs the book before his younger self can grab it, history will change, and Pablo won't be dead anymore. Really interesting thought. I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. We do not see a younger version of Ash. I know they were building it the fuck up and they let you down. Um, sorry. <laughs> I, I really wanted to see that, but it doesn't happen. Um, originally, though, it was supposed to happen. Yes, there's two endings to season two, and we got the studio version. This is what the studio wanted versus what the original director wanted. It sucks. I would have loved to see like a younger Ash meeting an older Ash. That'd have been nice, you know, cool to see. Um, we do get more callbacks to the franchise as well. Um, we do meet Henrietta again. She's chained up in the basement. Of course, if you don't know, that's the professor's wife who did found the Necronomicon and the Kandarian Dagger. We also see him too, and he's a fucking dick. Yeah, we that's uh, addressed in these two episodes as well. And then, of course, with the second coming, Ball is back again. There's some convoluted means he's back. But basically, this episode is pretty much the episode 10 that we got last uh, season. Where instead of, a, instead of a fight with Ruby, it's a fight with Ball. And, I mean, it's cool. I would have preferred something else. But it's a neat fight, all in all. Uh, what I did forget to mention is that since they are back in 1982, 
our mortal Ruby happens to meet her evil counterpart, 1980s Ruby, as I like to call her, or evil Ruby. Um, she's not mortal, and she's kind of a bitch. And they touch on uh, Ruby being mortal. For, for some odd reason, the last like three episodes, they really like focus in on it. They don't focus on it on it the rest of the season. They just kind of in past mention like, "Oh, you're mortal now." But the last three episodes, they really try to mention, you know, and try to really build on her being mortal, which I don't think they do like do a really good job at it. Especially with the last two episodes, they like try to just hammer that in your face uh, with her being mortal. And oh well, I guess. I mean, it's a cool and a neat character development for, her, but still, it's just not that interesting but anyways season two ends with of course ash winning and getting back to present day with him being paraded through the town as a hero because everybody realizes the exploit you know he did something to save the town which the last thing we see is ruby scheming cut to black but then it kind of opens back up just a little bit and we see that somebody else has found the necronomicon so it leads into season three. Yes. So, my favorite episode, like I said, um, is Delusions. You know, of course, I kind of went into that and gushed over it. It's a really awesome story, and of course, the puppet um, home uh, as well is my favorite. Another one of my favorites, just like I said, him being home and seeing the dynamic between him and his father and him and you know people in town. My least favorite episode, I have to say, is the morgue, just because of that gross fucking fight. It's just. It is, it's not even funny, it's just gross. I wanted to throw up after I watched it. And I'd have to say, my, another, kind of my least favorite episode is what, another one of them, is that the last episode, is just, it's just kind of the same fight we got last season, just instead of, with Ruby, it's her husband, sort of, this time around. It's not that great. I mean, he's an interesting character, but the fight is just kind of, Meh. All in all, uh, I have to say I prefer season one or season two to season one. Um, season one is really cool, of course, being a fan. Just seeing Ash get back into his groove. I mean, episode one is probably my favorite of the, the series just because I get a shit-eating grin every time he straps that chainsaw back on and the shotgun. I love it. But season two really builds upon Ash as a character. Like I said, we learn more about him. We learn, you know his regrets, you know, him dealing with being made fun of and just thought as a weirdo for technically saving the world, really, if you think about it. But yes, I prefer season two to season one. That's just me. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and let's go into the outro and wrap this all up. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Slash Supreme. Please like, share, favorite, subscribe, thumbs up, or whatever you have to do to let me know you're out there listening. If there's a certain video game, TV show, or movie you would like me to review, please leave me a voice message here on Anchor or a message on the Facebook page. If you do not follow me on Facebook or Instagram, just look up Slash Supreme Podcast and you will find me. Anyways, for next episode, I'll be taking a look at Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3, minus the finale episode. Why do I keep skipping out on the finale? 
for season three? Well, since it is technically the end of the series, it's also kind of the end of the franchise, really, um, if you kind of think about it. Uh, there's no other media, film-wise or television-wise, over the Evil Dead franchise. So I'm going to save that for its own episode, where I'll be talking about kind of uh, what the Evil Dead franchise means to me as a whole, uh, kind of giving you uh, some insights on some other Evil Dead-related content, along with some stuff about Bruce Campbell. Uh, I mean, he is the face of the franchise. I mean, when you think Evil Dead, you think of Bruce Campbell as Ash Williams. So, some stuff that he's done, um, his audiobooks, things like that. So, that's what I'm going to talk about, and, you know, plus just finish the franchise off until... Um, of course, we get Ash versus, or not Ash, sorry, uh, Evil Dead Now, which is the next movie they have planned for whenever. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you all on another episode of Slasher Supreme. Stay safe.